What's up, everyone? This is Anthony Pompliano. Most of you know me as Pomp. You're listening to the Pomp Podcast, simply the best podcast out there. Now let's kick this thing off. Stephen Novkoski and Patrick O'Sullivan. One is the CEO and the other is the chief Bitcoin officer of the Perth Heat. It's an Australian professional baseball team. They have fully converted their entire organization over to a Bitcoin standard, They're holding Bitcoin on their balance sheet. They're going to be paying players in Bitcoin, accepting Bitcoin from fans and attendees to their stadium. And they are also putting Bitcoin on their jerseys. It's a fascinating conversation with two men who are trying to lead professional sports down the rabbit hole of Bitcoin. I hope you enjoy it. I definitely did. But before we get into this episode, I want to quickly talk about our sponsors. First up is Mode. Listen up. If you're a UK Bitcoin investor, this is for you. This is a brand new sponsor, so I want you guys to pay attention. This episode is brought to you by UK fintech app Mode. Mode is an app that allows you to buy, earn, and grow Bitcoin effortlessly. Not only is it an easy and safe way to buy and hold Bitcoin, Mode also allows you to pay and receive up to 10% Bitcoin cashback for free from its growing list of online partner brands. That's right, they've got cash back for free from a growing list of online partner brands. For a limited period of time, Mode is offering 0% trading fees on all Bitcoin buys and sells. That's right, you can buy and sell Bitcoin and pay no trading fees. The offer ends at the end of the year, December 31st, 2021. So hurry up and download the app now. I have to say, I think the company behind the app's pretty impressive. Somebody who's willing to give 10% Bitcoin cash back and also zero trading fees through the end of the year, you should probably check it out. They are FCA registered and are listed on the LSE. They chose to hold Bitcoin on their balance sheet. They're piloting a Bitcoin payroll product to pay UK employees in Bitcoin as well. UK friends, I'm telling you, if they're going all in on Bitcoin, you should be paying attention. I recommend you go check out Mode right now. Their app is available on the App Store and Google Play. You can download the app now and start buying Bitcoin with 0% trading fees today. Mode, M-O-D-E. Go check it out. The offer ends December 31st, 2021. Go let me know what you think in the UK. Next up is CoinCloud. Did you know you can buy and sell crypto with cash? I want to introduce you to my friends at CoinCloud. More than just a Bitcoin ATM company, they're the world's leading digital currency machine operator. They've been around since 2014 and have thousands of machines across the country. You can buy and sell Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Cardano, and over 30 other digital assets. No connecting bank accounts, no long waits. And if you got questions, you can speak to a live US-based customer support rep 24-7. I've had a lot of Bitcoin ATM companies reach out, but CoinCloud is the only team I've found that's doing it right. They put together a special offer for listeners of this show. You can get $50 in free Bitcoin when you buy $200 or more at any CoinCloud machine and use promo code POMP. Again, $50 free Bitcoin, buy $200 or more at any machine, use promo code POMP. You can find your local ATM at coin.cloud slash POMP, coin.cloud slash POMP, and use promo code POMP to get that free $50 worth of Bitcoin when you purchase $200 or more at the machine. Last but not least is OKCoin. If you haven't started building your crypto portfolio on OKCoin, there's no better time. They're one of the fastest growing global exchanges around, and they have some promotions happening right now to help even more people be part of the future of finance. If you have an amount already, excuse me, an account, 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 not an amount, If you have an account already, you can split $100 in Bitcoin with a friend when you invite them to sign up for OKCoin if they buy $100 of crypto in the first month. The more friends who sign up and buy, the more Bitcoin you get. And I always recommend dollar cost averaging as a way for investors to have more control over their average price when building their portfolio. Dollar cost averaging, superpower. 
Now you can automate dollar cost averaging with completely fee-free daily, weekly, or monthly recurring buys on OKCoin. That's no fees at all on purchases until the holidays. Get started on the web or on their new super easy to use app, okcoin.com slash pomp, okcoin.com slash pomp. Go check it out. Anthony Pompliano runs Pomp Investments. All views of him and the guests on his podcast are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Pomp or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his personal opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. First, let's start with uh, Australia baseball. How big is the league? How many teams are there? Just walk us through the uh, the kind of league structure and the teams. Yeah, cool. Well, there's eight teams in the league and it's an international competition. So we've got a side also from New Zealand and also from Korea. Uh, Perth Heat are the largest organization uh, in the Australian Baseball League. We've won 15 Claxton Shields and we've had 11 players from the Perth Heat who have gone on to play Major League Baseball. Uh, there's one currently uh, going around uh, by the name of Liam Hendricks, who's with the Chicago White Sox, and he's just won reliever of the year for the last two seasons, which is uh, the first time that's happened in Major League Baseball history. Uh, we also had Graham Lloyd, who won uh, two championships or two World Series with the New York Yankees in 96 and also 1998. So baseball is big here in Australia. We're ranked number six in the world uh, with Team Australia, and uh, yeah, the Perth Heat are pretty proud to be the first team in world sport now who are operating on a Bitcoin standard. All right. So you guys are basically the New York Yankees of uh, Australia baseball. Is that a fair way to think about it? Essentially. It depends who you want to upset, but yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. Well, well, I said it. You didn't say it. So if they get mad, they got to get mad at me. You're the only team I talk to and the Yankees are the best. So you must be the best. Perfect. (laughs) Um, All right. So Patrick, the... the, the thing that I got told is that you're the chief Bitcoin officer. And when I said it to my brothers, they said, hey, we need one of those. What the hell is a chief Bitcoin officer? Exactly. And you probably do need one of those. Actually, <laughs> might be the only organization that doesn't need one. Right. You guys, you guys, you guys have already got it. You guys have been orange pilled. Uh, really, the chief Bitcoin officer is someone, you know, we've seen so beautifully what Michael Saylor did with MicroStrategy, what he was able to do with the company, um, what he was able to do with the resources with that company. When he decided to go into the space, he had all these options of lawyers and accountants and, and the whole thing that comes along with the company of that size. Um, the reality is there's a large number of small companies that have identified the space as something that they'd like to be involved in. They, they recognize maybe uh, some of the people involved in the leadership team recognize some of the benefits that might come from uh, operating uh, in the Bitcoin world, but they just don't know how to navigate it, right? It's, a, it's an ever-changing landscape, both from the infrastructure side of things to just keeping up with what Bitcoin is and the way that it's being explained and the way that people are learning about it. And basically the job that we have sort of invented here with the, the CBO is I take care of the educational side of things. Like when we decided to make the move, you know, Steve and I had early discussions in uh, sort of 2019, early 2020 about this being a possibility. Um, and from there, it was about educating the board, educating the, the leadership team at the Perth Heat, um, and then making sure that when we actually decided, yeah, this was a reality, we could actually make this work with what had been done uh, inside the Bitcoin community and the infrastructure that had been built up behind it. Uh, we could actually do it. Then it was about uh, coming on and consulting with the partners in the space to make sure that we were putting ourselves uh, in the best possible position to leverage the most out of not only uh, Bitcoin and the number go up technology, but also the network side of things and how that was going to make the organization more efficient. So really, it's about education. Um, and it's also about can you orange bill somebody? If you can orange bill somebody um, and you're halfway decent at it, it's probably you're probably uh, in line to be a CBO. OK, so 
I want to talk about specifically what you guys have done. I talk all the time about Michael Saylor's taking his balance sheet, he's plugging it into the Bitcoin network. The country of El Salvador is taking their entire country, they're plugging it into the Bitcoin network in a multitude of ways. What I apparently is happening here is you guys are taking a professional baseball team and you're plugging it into the Bitcoin network, which when people first hear that, they're like, that sounds insane. Like, who are these guys? Are they just like religious zealots? Right. And they've got no clue what they're doing and they're like speculating, uh, or do they actually have a plan behind it? So Steven, maybe talk a little bit about from a tactical standpoint, what exactly are you guys doing along the lines of plugging the baseball team into the Bitcoin network? Yeah, we, we think the sports revolution has begun. And unlike other sports deals that we've seen in the crypto space, this is not a piecemeal announcement. Uh, Perth Heat are all in, and this is from the top down. So we'll now hodl Bitcoin on our balance sheet. Uh, we have Bitcoin payments for merchandise, tickets, and memberships. Our payments to players and staff are now in Bitcoin. From this weekend, inside the ballpark, you'll be able to come in and buy a hot dog with Bitcoin. Um, yeah, we could have easily gone for, yeah, for the cash and grab, um, sell fan tokens, EFTs, and made a stack of cash pretty quickly, but we'll just become another shitcoin. Yeah, this is where we are different. We are the Bitcoin baseball team, and we're not a shitcoin sports team. <laughs> As a, as that was a amazing, time. like literally we just need to cut that. That was great. Uh, all right. And so when you think about this, what has been the hardest part for you guys? Is it convincing leadership to do it? Is it actually technically implementing the solutions needed to be able to process and, and kind of support this idea? Or is it something to do with the players and getting their heads wrapped around it? Uh, probably some of, some of the issues we faced and the trepidation we had um, was why is nobody else doing this? Uh, why are we going to become the first team? And once we were over, able to overcome those hurdles, I guess the next question Patrick and I faced was, how are we now going to fund the team? Because by taking this position of the Bitcoin baseball team, how is mainstream media going to frame us? And was this going to upset members, fans, and even some of our commercial partners? So when we thought about you know, what Jack did with Strike and the Indy 500, that was quite phenomenal. But Patrick and I had to ask ourselves a question continually, is the Bitcoin community ready to support or fund a baseball team? Now, Patrick and I feel with, you know, by partnering with like-minded companies moving forward, that is the best approach. The, the greatest part that we've got you know, with the Perth Heat is that we are actually controlling the levers and the network will guide us. So in terms of an organisation, we're pretty small. You know, we're less than 100 employees. Our operating costs would be like 50 Bitcoin. So now we would like to partner with the like-minded companies, for example, Bitcoin exchanges, Bitcoin miners, hardware, software companies who support the same values as we have and who would like to pay partnerships in Bitcoin only. Why? Because that's how the community and the network wins. Yeah, say we hodl 50 Bitcoin this season. Next season, we only need 30 Bitcoin. And then the year after in 2024, we only need 10 Bitcoin. Again, why? Because the perpetuity of those sponsorships will support Perth Heat forever. And again, Perth Heat will win, but more importantly, the Bitcoin community will win, and this will be the future of sport. Yeah. 
Patrick, when you think about what you guys are doing, uh, what's so fascinating to me is MicroStrategy kind of broached the topic of public companies putting Bitcoin on their balance sheet. We saw a couple of companies, not a ton, but a couple more, Tesla Square, a bunch of uh, kind of Bitcoin miners, et cetera, put Bitcoin on the balance sheet, hold it there and be proud of it. Talk about it as a strategy. El Salvador, obviously, uh, being kind of the first country to really put a flag in the ground, say we're going to plug our country in. We anticipate there will be others that follow uh, here shortly throughout Central and South America. Is this idea that like you guys are the first to do this and there'll be more teams that will follow? Have you gotten other phone calls from people saying, hey, look, you know, we want to do this. How'd you do it? Well, what's been the reaction? Absolutely. That has probably been the biggest thing that Steve and I were not anticipating getting into this is, yeah, it's a big deal for the for the Perth heat. Um, but for the Bitcoin network, like, again, we're just plugging in like we're not coding any of this stuff. As you say, we uh, Steve, when, once he made the decision to say, OK, uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go down this line of action. He hired everyone that works for the Bitcoin network to improve the Perth heat right there out there uh, making these things happen yourself. Michael Saylor, all of these individuals that are doing it and in that process of figuring out, OK, well, how is this actually going to work from an operational standpoint? You get into contact with different partners in the space and you start to hear whispers. And we have since the announcement, we have been inundated basically with the playbook like okay michael saylor had the playbook on this is how you do it at the corporate level but like i say at the small business level at the organizations under 100 employees like what does this actually look like um, and we've just been uh, completely surprised about how many people are interested in doing this how many people where this is sort of even in the people that we've spoken to in person like the the, the sponsors that were already with the team it's almost like you see the relief on their face when you say this is what we're doing this is why we're doing it this is why it's going to make us more efficient and better today you know, not sometime in the future. This works right now. Um, and you, you see that relief on their face and you see that interest and that intrigue of like, I didn't even know this was possible, let alone going all in on this thing. You know, people hear certain things and uh, the media frames Bitcoin still in a certain light. Uh, but it has been amazing to see just the tsunami of activity behind the scenes of people reaching out and going, OK, who did you partner with? How did you do it? Because like, you know, the, the, the infrastructure is changing all the time where we could have gone our own. And we talked about this during, uh, you know, the, the lead up to the announcement. It's like, what was what were we going to do from an operational standpoint? Were we going to try and be a completely self-sovereign uh, company where uh, we did all of the back end, all of that kind of stuff? Or were we going to try and partner up with someone uh, like an open note or someone like that? to be able to immediately jump on this, right? And get the benefits of being first and trying to lead the way. Um, and ultimately we decided to, that would probably be the best course of action is to jump in, uh, you know, start by walking and then uh, run as soon as we can. And you can do that from the front. We've seen lots and lots of just education on our own part since we started to see how far this has come and to see what works and what doesn't work and see the little trips. And already we are leaps and bounds ahead of anyone who is trying to come behind us. Uh, but we, we but we have been encouraged by the amount of responses of people that are interested in doing it, that have thought about doing it. Um, and, you know, people look to sports just like, you know, we've seen announcements from players like Aaron Rodgers, Saquon Barkley, Russell, those guys. Uh, people look to sports for inspiration. They're used to looking up to athletes. They're used to looking to see what they're doing and taking inspiration from them. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully we've been able to provide that at the Perth Heat. And I know from a fact, you're just looking at my sort of Twitter DMs. The people are interested in it and uh, and they want to reach out. And they want to know more. Not only is this cool, but do you hear what Patrick just said to me? He said, I work for them now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, yeah, you work for us now. Thank you. <laughs> what questions yeah, you guys you. got That's for the beauty? Yeah. What questions you guys got? Yeah. I, I don't know uh, which one of you is better suited to answer this. So I'll leave it up to you, but I just want, I'm curious what the reaction of the players was. Were they excited about this? Were they confused? Did it take some explaining or convincing? Oh, that been really this is, cool. This is basically a test of my of my job, right? This is the, this is the test <laughs> question of how good I've done my job up until this point. So thank you for the uh, for the on there. Well, this is a layup then. <laughs> yeah. no, they've, they've, they've been incredibly supportive, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, from top down. So when you when you get owners, uh, 
that uh, that effectively uh, you know, run, run, the, run the team, you know, buy in so quickly. Uh, there's a great level of trust there between the organisation. Um, we've got an incredibly yeah, sound uh, clubhouse where you know, the leaders of the team uh, you know, ed- ed- educate the, the younger players coming through and uh, yeah, they've been nothing but supportive. You know, our, our athletes are intelligent players. They understand what's going on in world sport. They see all the announcements with what's happening and uh, you know, already we've had one player that's come to us and said, uh, I want in. Can I have five years of salary upfront paid in Bitcoin? So that immediately tells me the way we've educated and the job Patrick has done has been first class in getting him to this point. Um, yeah, we can't thank our players enough for buying in so quickly. Wait, wait, a player wants five years of salary paid upfront today in Bitcoin only. Yep. And did yeah, you guys yeah, do that is, or no? Oh, we're discussing it with the, with the owners. Uh, it, it's, it's an intriguing sort of proposal that he's you know, brought, brought to us. And obviously there's so many conditions that we need to consider, um, in, in, in terms of playing out those, those years, injuries, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. How does all that look? But, uh, oh, we, we love the fact that, yeah, his, his mindset now is one of the, uh, yeah, thinking in Bitcoin in long term. That's and, exactly. And would he what get a di- like, like you guys would get a discount in what you pay him? Like he'd take some kind of haircut on the amount today to get it up front. And that's exactly what he's thinking. He's thinking, well, if I accept a discount in five years' time, I'm going to be much further in front. Yeah. Are you I guys pricing the contracts in Bitcoin, or are they still in uh, in dollars or the Australian currency? <laughs> Yeah, they're still in AUD at the moment because we've got that agreement in place. Uh, so we need to honour those contracts. But moving forward, will that change? We think it will. You, so you're going to literally price the player contracts in Bitcoin, which, again, if the players want to get paid up front, let's use an easy example, right? If I get paid, I don't know, let, let's, uh, I'm going to say that you guys pay your you players want? really well. So let's say you pay them 10 Bitcoin a year. Uh, <laughs> uh, if well, you we pay are them, the Yankees, aren't we, as you said? Yeah, the Yankees, of course. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you got to have the biggest checkbook. Let's go. Come on. Hey, if you're a player for the Perth Heat, just send me a little bit of uh, my management fee for uh, getting better salaries here. No, so if you pay them 10 uh, Bitcoin per year and you write that into the contract, if Bitcoin ends up being, you know, where I think most of us here think it's going to go in terms of much higher from a U.S. dollar or AUD exchange rate, you actually come out on the other end of this. Whereas if the players say up front, hey, give it to me for a discount today up front, then they come out in front and you pay them less because it's in today's dollars terms. So how do you guys think about the balance between if you start to price the contracts in Bitcoin, like the team could actually come out on the on the short end of that stick rather than uh, kind of the better end? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is the ongoing thing, right? At the moment, uh, you know, everybody probably listening to this show knows it's not the best unit of account at the moment, just because of uh, the volatility that we've seen, the volatility being up and to the right. Um, so at the moment, yeah, it doesn't make sense to use that as a unit of account. But in the future, you know, it's just a matter of blocks before this thing takes over, right? And as I said to Steve early on in our talks about what how this was going to look, this isn't a negotiation anymore, right? Uh, this is taking over. Uh, it's just a matter of blocks. Uh, that time will come. Um, how long it's going to be, you know, it could be uh, 10, 20 years off into the future, but that is the future. And we're, we're able to see it now on the front line because we've done this. Like we're having those conversations that weren't happening before um, that aren't happening at other organizations. Um, and hopefully that will allow us to be nimble on our feet and to be quick and to recognize, okay, where are the strengths, where are the weaknesses, where are the efficiencies that we can capitalize on to be a better organization. So like you say, at the moment, uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to price those things um, on either side. 
of the conversation. But, you know, it's good that you see people asking for it. It's good that you see people interested in it. Um, it means I've done my job that, uh, that the players are starting to recognize that they, it actually improves their performance, right? This changes sports. Uh, we've talked about it uh, on a bunch of um, other media. It's like this changes sports for the better. This is not just an announcement about the baseball team, right? Like Steve said, we could have done something uh, NFT-related, fan token. We could have just done a cash grab for ourselves. This is really uh, changing sports, and that's what excites me about it, right? It's um, not so much the baseball stuff, but it's the excitement of changing sports forever, uh, by adopting a Bitcoin standard, we hope a lot of teams follow up uh, in our footsteps. And we know that that's the case, right? It's, it's going to happen eventually. Um, we've, you know, the game has sort of been settled. Uh, now it's just a matter of time before Bitcoin takes over. John, what are the questions you got? Yeah, well, first of all, congratulations on doing this. It's a big step. Uh, obviously, the first pro team to do something like this. So now that you guys are the first pro team, how are you looking at the balance sheet of your team? Is it all in Bitcoin? Like, what is the allocation that you guys have used? Uh, yeah, well, of course, there are going to be fiat bills. Like, there's still uh, our providers to the team that that operate you know, in fiat. They're going to want to get paid. Uh, but it's basically the, the from the financial side of the things. It's stuff as much uh, of the excess capital that we can into Bitcoin. Um, ride that up from an organizational point of view to take advantage of it. Like Steve said, uh, the way that it's going to change sports is that uh, we now have this number go up technology that to be able to fund the team in perpetuity, depending on the amount of Bitcoin that we huddle on the balance sheet. Like that changes the way that the entire organization acts from the top down. Uh, that also affects, you know, Bitcoin trickles into uh, the players' lives. They, they understand very well, you know, professional athletes are probably the easiest people to orange pill, right? They understand low time preference. They understand that if they want to become better, they themselves have to put the energy in. No one else can do it for them. They understand that's how Bitcoin works. They understand sacrifice and, uh, you know, delaying gratification and holding those things out. Uh, so it's just a matter of time uh, to, to get it through the system. And on that balance sheet side of things, it's huddle as much as you can. It's sell as much stuff as you can in Bitcoin to people that want to support the network. Uh, you know, there's not a whole big incentive to go out there and buy things in Bitcoin, but we've seen an amazing response from around the world um, of people that did want to support the team and did realize, OK, this is good because we can now, like I said before, sports operates as an example to those around us. That's why uh, professional sports has utility in the first place. That's the value that it brings to the community is it shows you all the things that uh, that Bitcoin can bring to your life and make it better. Right. All those things that we know and talk about all the time. That's exactly what sports are supposed to reinforce in the community. That's why they exist in the first place. That's why you go to the game uh, is to see those things. And it acts as a teaching and inspirational moment. Uh, and uh, doing having Bitcoin on the balance sheet, operating with the Bitcoin standard, paying players in Bitcoin, uh, it is going from that world where everything is marginally degrading to a world where everything is marginally increasing. And that one switch can change. We've seen it around the organization, just the smiles on people's faces, uh, the, the, the level of interest, the level of intrigue. Uh, from the top down, the organization has completely pivoted with this announcement. Um, and it's been a really exciting time and we're looking forward to the future. Greg, what questions do you have? Yeah, uh, first and foremost, uh, pretty kudos to you guys for taking the leap of faith and getting into involved into doing something like this and obviously making a name for yourselves. And you're obviously very articulate about the space. So great educators about it. Uh, but my my question for you, though, is when I when I talk with institutions, and organizations and leagues here in the United States about utilizing Bitcoin and NFTs into it. I'm not trying to chill a shitcoin here or Ethereum or Solana <laughs> or anything like that. So please don't get me wrong here. But one of the one of the things I really see with NFTs uh, for organizations and brands and leagues like what you're doing there with the heat is what uh, NFTs could do for e-ticketing and ticketing and then community building. So just really curious, uh, have you looked at that at all um, in order to utilize that kind of tech for your sports league and for your brand? Not so much at the moment. You know, this is this is a sort of walk before you run scenario. It's like, what can we do right now to get the most leverage out of the Bitcoin network? Like, again, like from just the plugging in, 
well, we immediately get so many wins from an organizational point of view. We get so many wins from a team point of view of like making the players uh, happier, healthier, wealthier, um, all by adopting the standard that that has become the sort of first order of this is what we need to take care of. These are the things we need to look after. And these are the, that's the easy win, right? The plug in, receive all the benefits, uh, you know, pretty much if we didn't announce it, we could have just done it. And it's, it's as easy as signing up for an email, basically. That's all we had to do as an organization, which is one of the things we thought in the lead up to that. Well, that, this is going to be the really hard part. Like, this is going to be the difficult part is how do we integrate with all the systems, accounts, uh, the payroll? This is going to be complicated. And uh, lo and behold, <laughs> that was the easiest part. Like, the, the hardest part was coming up with a decision of uh, doing the due diligence on the back end of like, again, like Steve said, how are, is this? Why hasn't anyone else done this? This seems like the perfect play. If it makes sense for the individual, it makes sense for the organization. Why, why are we the ones coming up with this? And Lo and behold, well, just take somebody to be the first one. Um, and like with MicroStrategy, you're going to see that in 12 months' time, uh, you, you should see the success pay off, and you'll see a host of other teams follow behind. And uh, uh, again, it's not so much that uh, the NFT for the ticket thing um, is completely out the window, but at the moment, it's focusing on uh, how can we get the most bang for the amount of energy that we're putting in and what's the, what's the return look like on that. And at the moment, it's, it's Bitcoin. The, the piece to me also uh, that we didn't talk about is like, what has been the response from fans or people who are already uh, attendees of games, et cetera? Like if you're saying, hey, we're going to accept Bitcoin, um, I'm assuming that in the beginning, you're not going to say only Bitcoin. You're going to say that it, you, you'll kind of accept uh, multiple currencies and then maybe over time you'll go to only Bitcoin or, or maybe you won't. But what has been the fan response and, and kind of how do you guys look at uh, attendees and how this may impact either positively or negatively their uh, experience inside of uh, uh, the stadium across the whole organization it's been positive so we'll get a, a great test of how it will work inside the ballpark uh, this saturday night so we're hosting a movie night uh, at the ballpark and that'll be the first time that the concession stands will be able to accept bitcoin uh, so we appreciate that it's a gradual rollout over a period of time and our fans have been uh, you know, really intelligent and in understanding that as well so we certainly have had inquiries and uh, questions and emails and People come to the ballpark asking, can they still purchase in fiat? How will that work? What, you know, what will it look like? When you explain to them the process and how simple it is and that initially it will be an option, uh, you can see that they're comfortable with it. Um, but overall, as Patrick said, it's been the look of relief on everyone's face that's probably surprised us the most when we've taken this position. It's almost like everyone has been circling around Bitcoin, investigating it, researching it, thinking, do we get involved? And I know you had uh, Nat, Nat Brunel a couple of days ago on the show, and she said that you know, she's finding now people are wanting to purchase $100, $200. It's like we're almost targeting that market in terms of the, you know, the fan space. That There's been so many people investigating Bitcoin and should they take that step, that now that the sports organisation, the Perth Heat, have taken the approach of operating on a Bitcoin standard, it's that relief of, yes, what we've been reading makes sense. We would now like to dip our toe in the water. We're so thankful that Perth Heat as an organisation has taken that first step in showing the way forward. So, so far, so good. I'm really excited about what's going to happen in the ballpark uh, this Saturday night and then moving into our games uh, in the early part of 2022. All right, before I let you guys go, uh, I, got, I got a pitch for you. My brother John throws a nasty slider. What are the odds that we get him on the mound for a game? Well, we know we know he's the most athletic pump brother or so he claims to be. So, <laughs> look, this is the great thing about what we can do now. Um, probably we are so different to the NBA or the NFL. We we don't really have any rules, and we're like you know the wild wild west over here. So if Mayor Suarez wants to bring the team over to Miami, how about we get the Pomp brothers out there to throw the ceremonial first pitch, and then we'll actually test 
who has the best arm out of the three of you? No, no, no. See, um, what, what would happen is we would have John go on the mound for the opposing team. I'd step up to the plate and I hit a bomb off of him. We get it on camera, so then I could play that on repeat forever. John might hit me with a knuckleball. And you can just see that, can't you? Pomp to pomp. He hits, he scores. And as you're running the bases, this is the great thing about what we're doing now. The Twitter world and the Bitcoin world will be able to twip you, uh, tip you, Pomp. So as you're getting the first pace, ding, 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 second pace, ding, ding, more, 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 more. By the time you get to home plate, who knows what's in your Twitter account through the tipping system? Dingers now, and this Satoshis. This is the of sport. <laughs> I love it. it All right, we've got so we- many things that we can do, so which is cool. I love it. Where, uh, where can we send people to find out more about this or, or maybe even more importantly, how can people help you guys? Like what, what do you guys need help with that folks who are watching this can, uh, can kind of pitch in? I certainly look, the biggest help is, yeah, uh, in, in terms of partnerships. So we, we, you know, we'd love to speak to more Bitcoin minded uh, companies um, and moving forward with those in accepting payments in Bitcoin. Uh, obviously the fan, um, you know, can purchase our merchandise, you know, bitcoinperthate.com. And then obviously uh, we, we, we've got tipping as well, which uh, so as you can see now on screen, we've got the black jersey, we've got the white jersey, we've got uh, you know, different caps um, across the range and already the, the response we've had worldwide has been, uh, has been quite overwhelming. So any, any, any support across all, all the platforms would be great. We've got a couple of jerseys coming your, your way. So we look forward to seeing, you know, the three of you are wearing them on the, on the best business show and, uh, and, and promoting the Perth Heat and this becoming uh, your baseball team in Australia. I love it. Uh, I'm dropping the uh, link to the uh, merchandise store in the uh, chat, bitcoinperthheat.com. I'm shocked nobody had that URL already. So you guys, uh, you guys had a little advantage there. Um, I'm going to be wearing my jersey for sure. When, when does the season start? Uh, we'll, we'll start playing games in late January, early February. So uh, really looking forward to the start of that. Is uh, it cold games. there then? No, it's perfect. It's summer. It's going to be I've 35. Been, right, it's always summer in Miami, so I got to ask other people about the, the seasons, but maybe we'll go to a game. We're looking for a reason to visit. To go to Australia? Yeah. yeah, one of our brothers went to Australia one time, and he came back with, uh, what's the Aborigine, like uh, the tube that they blow in for the, the music? didgeridoo. Yeah, didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah. He came back, he was in his didgeridoo. We were like, what is that? Yeah. He, he was like 15. He came back with that thing and he wouldn't stop blowing it. And I think my parents were It was like not Nutella, but it was like. Uh, what, what's the food? It's oh, like, Vegemite. Uh, Vegemite. Yeah. Vegemite. Yeah. Vegemite. Yeah. 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 We thought we were going to lose him to, to uh, Down Under for a little bit there. Make your way to Perth and, and you're we'll on the Aussie wife We've down got down the there. world <laughs> We we'll we'll said against on the mound. So ceremonial first pitch. All three of you lined up at the same time. <laughs> Let's do yeah, it. Bring the speed yeah. gun out for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, 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 yeah. Ninety sign a contract on the spot if you're paying Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Five years up front. <laughs> I don't know why you guys try to be pitchers. I'm trying to just be the uh, designated hitter. They got the best job no, on you, the whole squad. Pitcher, you only play once every few days. You get paid a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, your arm good. hurts though. Your, your arm hurts. You got all the pressure. If you're the designated <laughs> hitter, you just go up. <laughs> swing you could strike out seven out of ten right. times as long as you hit three home runs you're in the hall of fame you enjoy playing every day man i'm gonna i'm gonna go every four to five <laughs> <laughs> all right guys listen thank you guys so much for uh, for coming on where what uh what are your guys twitter accounts so we can send people to uh to follow you guys okay so in terms of twitter it's uh, at, at perth heat uh yeah for, for, for the uh, the club account my personal one is at uh, at steve nelkovsky and uh and patrick has i think it's at uh, at is it pleb 21 patrick and at CBO underscore 21, uh, right? Just created just for the questions about uh, CBO. CBO? <laughs> yeah, CBO underscore 21. There's a new title in there. I like it. Listen, the uh, 
uh, I, I still uh, I still can't get over the chief Bitcoin officer. If that becomes a thing, Patrick, you get oh, the. Uh, yeah, oh, it's going to be a thing. Don't worry about that. <laughs> he, he said that's definitely a thing. All right, fellas, listen. Thank you guys so much. This is super cool. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, to come on here, and uh, and hopefully more people will uh, will follow your lead. But uh, we'll definitely have to bring you back to uh, to get an update how it goes once uh, you guys get into the season. Awesome. Jeez, Thanks for having us. All right, bye, guys. <laughs>